This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio, Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday. It's 2022, and we are so happy. <laughs> uh, it started my next song. But anyway, um, I digress. What's wrong with my... Mm. There we are. Okay. It's Craig at Rainbow Radio. It's 2022, and I, you know, on a personal level, uh, I, uh, if, if as years go, it wasn't the best year. <laughs> I... Sorry to say that. I mean, sometimes you have personal years that are, they affect you personally. I mean, well, you have personal events in your own life. Uh, you know, that, um, hold on just a second here. As I log in to uh, Facebook, I am live on Facebook. If you don't know that, um, you can go to Rainbow Radio, dot, dot, uh, Rainbow Radio on Facebook. And uh, there's a live broadcast there, so you can you can see me there, and we can you can um, ask questions and whatever. Uh, but the best is just to go to the Zoom and and log in and say hello uh, to me and all my friends. <laughs> Here we go. We're we're zooming. Um, so yeah, I, it's it's a year that I'm not too disappointed is is over with. 2021 and 2022 is cause for celebration, right? Um, so here we are at Rainbow Radio. Thank you for tuning in and um, celebrating that it's 2022. <laughs> and and uh, with that, I usually start the weather report, the first weather report of the year. How exciting is this? <laughs> um, there is some beach hazard, a beach hazard statement that I that I've never seen uh, before. It's from San Diego. It says beach hazard statement remains in effect through Monday morning. It was started at 2.21 a.m. this morning. 
Elevated surf is expected this morning with surf four to six feet. Local sets up to seven feet, mainly over San Diego County, uh, but uh, also into Orange County. So um, impacts of morning high tides could result in minor tidal overflow, bringing some ponding of seawater at favored low-lying areas. Impacts are not expected to be significant. Well, I guess if it's not significant, why am I talking about it? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, uh, I'm so glad everyone could be here this morning. I, someone, everyone is going. Oh, you're taking, uh, aren't you taking the holidays off? Heck, no. My friends don't. <laughs> why should I? Beach um, weather today is 60 degrees, seven miles per hour winds, partly cloudy skies, high around 60 degrees. Uh, humidity, 56 percent. And then as we go on into the week, Sunday, it's uh, 61 degrees. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's, it's uh, sunny most of the time through next uh, next Friday for the week. Uh, one partly cloudy day. So expect uh, highs in the 60s, uh, 65 degrees, and, most, and very sunny with one day with a little cloud. How's that? That's my summary. So a lot has happened in 2021, and, and we can go back a little bit on as I, I'm, I'm planning on doing. But one thing that struck me, and a dear friend of mine, Alex, um, pointed out that the queen of the universe was was queened. And I, I don't know, I got such a kick out of this. Um, queen of the universe winner, winner won $250,000 um, prize better and her wishes were better health care taking care of parents and a new caramel wig that touches her um behind she actually used a different word but i can't say that. i don't want to say that on the radio i mean not this early in the morning saturday morning and when when you're probably a few people out there probably uh nursing a, a bit of a headache or not feeling as chipper as they might they might be being that last last night was um was New Year's Eve and uh, some people went out and celebrated. Although I think this year, I think they well like at Times Square. I think they allowed fifteen thousand people into Times Square. They had to be have proof of vaccination and uh, wear masks. Were mandatory. So uh, they uh, was not the usual half a million people watching the ball fall. And uh, with Kathy, uh, what's her name? <laughs> uh, the Griffin, Kathy Griffin and, uh, and uh, oh, what's his name? The son, yeah, Vanderbilt's uh, son. Anyway, uh, it, so it was very subdued and there was no, I, I was worried on New Year's, maybe there's going to be some, uh, an event, uh, uh, an unfortunate event. And there was nothing that seemed to pop up around the world. But one of the things that put the bitter end of 2021 was Betty White. Oh my. And so I've been, <laughs> she's been, uh, she's been like your mother's best friend, I guess, or your best friend. But for some reason, I think equated to my mother's best friend. And she's always been around no matter what. And uh, at 99, yesterday she departed. Um, there was an interview with her and Jane Polly and about many things that you can catch on YouTube right now that was when she was 89 instead of, it was 10 years ago. 
But um, even since then, uh, oldest person on a Saturday Night Live at 88 years old. So she had a prolific career and was very humble about it all her life and praised her audience for her success. So I um Queen of the Universe. So I'm going to uh, Queen of the Universe is a drag queen singing competition. Uh, a television series produced by World of Wonder. The series is hosted by Graham Norton and uh, with four judges coming from backgrounds in the worlds of music, drag, and reality TV uh, competitions. The contestants uh, competed for a cash prize of $250,000. A series premiered on Paramount on December 2nd. It started and then uh, it ended on December 30th with the holy gay finale finale at uh, which, uh, well, she goes by, her drag queen is, uh, I'm not going to be able to see it. It's, um, what the heck is her drag? I want to say it's uh, Greg, G-R-A-G. Got to be very careful with that. G-R-A-G, Greg queen is her title and i want to try and get this song up um if if the system will cooperate and let's listen to her you know uh i'll get her up on the next set um i can't uh, keep you waiting any longer so um that's the story and we have a lot of um i this seems really strange on new year's day but i want to i want to mention that i came across an article i don't want to think about negative things but uh, I do want to put at the head of the show one thing that I found that we all need to work on. And maybe we should all make it a goal for 2022. And that is less suicides. I, I'm sorry to bring this up on such a start of the year, but I think you need to look at everything to understand what's going on. And so there's a list of um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender people whose suicides were deemed sufficiently notable to be reported by the media. So these are the only the ones that where it was very apparent. And uh, I looking at it, the ages are, this is what I find astounding. 15, these are years old. 17, 16, <clears throat> 16, 15. There's one 36, 18, 14, 18, 41, 46, 66, 37, 20, 16, 15, 16, 12, 15, 12, 14, 15. And it lists where they're all from, what country, what state. There's several in, in California, but these are, uh, it, it's a time when we probably forget uh, what effect we may have on others and how we can support them. And so with that, Rainbow Radio wishes the listeners the best. And if there's ever a question <coughs> or anyone feels low, like they may have from last year, <laughs> that uh, send me an email personally. I, I'm fine. Craig dash or rainbow dash radio.com. Uh, Craig at rainbow dash radio.com or call the Trevor project or do what, but or call a friend, there's people out there and it does get better. I'm a testament to that. <laughs> Catch you on the other side of this. This goes out to Lynn. When that moon is big and bright, it's a supernatural delight. Everybody's dancing in the 
this is it, finally. Listen to her voice. I mean, normally drag queens, it's more about lip syncing. She's actually singing this, and she won the $250,000 prize. So with that, I'll shut up and listen to it. It's amazing. And our eyes up, our eyes like the day, our eyes up, our eyes and untrade, our eyes up, and I'll do it a thousand times again. the new year off i uh so sorry the next artists up are elton john and rian rihanna sawayama 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 she's got four a's in her name well actually five if you count rihanna rena excuse me and um they do a duet and it's um the title here is uh, uh signed in from chicago i believe at the moment uh alex Say hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Alex just picked, uh, has been helping me select some new artists for my program here, and I dearly appreciate that. In fact, the last three artists that I played, uh, although very ineptly, uh, were ones that uh, Alex picked up. And he is a music major in many ways uh, and a um, classically trained musician. In fact, he uh, treated me to a uh, stranger on the shore the other day. Uh, I have to say, I got a little tear in my eye when he did that, and uh, very sweet of him. He's uh, uh, tuning in from Chicago. You are in Chicago this morning, right? Alex? Yes, I am. I got back from Portland on Monday. So he was on the he was a West Coastener and uh, and made it out for family and and is back home. Now your your background has been mostly music. And uh, you transitioned from music to a different career, it seems, uh, as of re recently. Is that fair to say? I did, yeah. Um, my background is in performing arts management. Um, so I did a lot of um, orchestra personnel management and stage management, oh, all of that fun stuff. Um, and do, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, and now I work in community organizing, um, which is very different um 
but very similar. I love, you know, uh, you and I have kind of talked about it briefly, but I felt, I don't know, disappointed by the lack of social awareness and social progress that especially in classical music was being made. Um, so it's really nice to be in a place where I, I, I really feel like we are making a difference. Yeah. There's um, this crazy guy on YouTube that mows people's lawns and he does it for free to, well, he has a business, but he also does it for free. And he always says, be the difference. And I thought that's a very powerful thing to say. A lot of people, I think, uh, be the difference, be that good difference, uh, be that person that makes a contribution that maybe changes attitudes that aren't so healthy or improves uh, someone's understanding. And mm -hmm. so that's that's a powerful message to be the difference. It sounds like, Alex, you are being the difference. <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, speaking of YouTubers, there's one I follow, and her like tagline is, um, "You, you, you can't do all the good the world needs, but the world needs all the good that you can do." Oh, um, like that. So I, 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 especially when I get you know very tied down and stressed and whatnot, I try to try to remember that and try to do the good that I can do where we are and to undo some of those things it takes a while to undo some of the things that are not so great but um right. yeah we all have i think we all have uh can make a contribution in, in being the difference yeah so uh well, you, what are your hopes for the new year um you know uh, i think the obvious that we can um kind of get back to a i don't want to say get back to a sense of normalcy because going back was so bad for so many people, um, but moving into a new, um, yeah. more, more just world, getting through COVID, um, seeing some real pro social progress made. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I think that looking back on a year uh, is good, uh, gives you good perspective to gain what, what has happened and what needs to be done. And, uh, you know, I going through preparing for the show, I put, I, I went through almost a whole ream of paper of things I want to say, and there's no way I'm going to be able to go through all of the, all of the important things that happened at la the end of last year and, and the hopes for the, for the start of the first year. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are, there is one, um, there's, uh, there's a couple lists here. Uh, the biggest and messiest and most joyful and devastating LGBTQ moments in 2021. Uh, <laughs> now that's an that's an interesting one. Um, so I'm just going to read some headlines from it. Maybe we can extrapolate on it a little bit further. But um, this uh, 2021 has been another wild, messy year. The world changed and inequalities persisted, and pop culture continued to distract us uh, just when we needed it the most. Uh, so it says, when we look back on 2021, the sequel to 2020, nobody asked for this. I see. Yeah. This time <laughs> last year, everyone was saying good riddance and we're to the pandemic. And I think we all had such high hopes and we thought, oh, this is, we're going to get back to normal. And Alex, I agree with you. It's we're normal. is never there anymore. I mean, things have changed and it's a new world and a new day. I think I think there's been a bit of a silver lining with being locked down because I think that we are forced to deal with our priorities and what's important in life. And, and we come to some new 
perhaps realizations and, and in some cases an epiphany of what uh they uh, what you want in your life and for your future so oh yeah um all those things happen so that's so one of the these are i'll give you the headlines the capital riots lockdown and the death of a icon kicked off 2021 um Boris Johnson gave an address to the nation where he announced that England would be returning to hard lockdown. This is in the first of last year. Then we had the riots. And then Britney Spears' con uh, conservancy ship, Lady Gaga's dogs, and Josh uh, Whedon's toxic behavior dominates the headlines. <laughs> well, th those were, I don't know, if you remember the news, you'll know Little Nass giving Satan a lap dance. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and the cultural uh, rest of the world that the cultural rest of the world needed. <laughs> That's pretty clever. We had some big moments coming out of, of people coming out in 2021. That's very true. A lot of, a lot of coming outs and that is a good thing. Uh, queer people made waves on TV, but others tried to hold us back. Speaking of Jojo, so we, Dancing with the Stars built a huge queer following over the past year by featuring a queer TikTok star on its latest season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. That... And then uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle doubled down with his anti-trans views. Uh, what else is it? News in the... LGBT, LGBTQ rights uh, remain in... Uh, in flux on the legal side of things, 2021 was a year of flux for LGBTQ people in the UK. Conversion therapy was re has remained illegal as Troy ministers and have twiddled their thumbs that largely delayed dealing with the issue. I don't know, when I read the news from around the world, it seems like there is a uh, powerful uh, move to get rid of conversion therapy. And I'm, mm. I'm very pleased with that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, 10 essential. Now they're all, you know, gays write books too. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, there's books, 10 essential LGBTQ books that opened minds and broaden horizons in 2021. Are these all the ones that came out this year? Yeah. And yeah, oh, cool. exactly. Um, in 2021, let's see over the last year, uh, countless powerful and important LGBTQ plus books have been published and they've helped queer people uh, feel seen and new in exciting new ways. So the, the number one is the transgender issue by Sh uh, Sean Fay. Um, mm. I guess that would be its debut book, it says. I've never heard of him, and it's a new title I've not heard of either. either. Number two is All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. All Boys Aren't Blue by joining the queer coming of age memoir has exploded as a genre in recent years, gifting uh, us vital, often difficult stories with struggles of LGBTQ, LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus people face. But often it's uh, cisgendered white men who um, given the opportunity to share their stories of gay shame and overcoming, which has uh, is partially what it takes. All Boys Aren't Blue is so refreshing hmm. uh, number three is tell me i'm worthless that sounds interesting tell yeah. me this by allison rumfit turns british transphobia into a profoundly unsettling disturbing horror novel 
that cuts straight to the bone. Ooh, Ooh that sounds really interesting. <laughs> Number four, Beautiful World, Where, Where Are You? by Sally Rooney. I wonder if it's Andy Rooney's. Uh, I don't know. Often it feels like the entire world is obsessed with Sally Rooney, which is why it's so surprising that the queer themes in her book are so often overlooked. Hmm. And she's also the author of Normal People. Number I've heard of that five, one. Detransition Baby, Detransition Baby by Tori Peters, uh, national bestseller. Oh, I heard about that one, yeah. In this novel, Tori Peters reclaims the concept of detransition, which happens when a trans person reverts from one gender to another and then accidentally gets their boss pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds very interesting. It does. Number six, 100 Boyfriends by Brontes, Brontes Purnell. Um, that sounds interesting. <laughs> it sounds like he's a glutton. Few writers can write about sex and relationships quite as well as Brontes Purnell. 100 Boyfriends is best describing, described as a collection of short stories, but, but that doesn't... Uh, feel totally accurate either it's more like a spider web of ideas recollections and characters number seven living loving in the age of aids by derek frost and uh yes aids is still with us and aids and although they've made some remarkable progress uh, on a on a pill that's or an injection that you get once a month instead of taking all the, the meds, which is the latest thing, I guess. Yes, which would be really nice for a multitude of people. Number eight is Queer London by Alam Kahara. A gay liberation front stonewall. Sink the pink. Peter Tet Chill. The Royal Vauxhall Tavern. So, oh my, those are all the different things in it, covered in mm. it. Focusing on Le London's vibrant LGBTQ scene. Number nine, We Can Do Better Than This by Amelia Abraham. Uh, we Can Do Better Than This is an essay and collection of uh, We Desperately Needed in 2021. The book brings together voices from the global LGBTQ commu community and reflects on the future of queer people's rights, what queer people's rights must look like. We can do better. That's that's the our mantra today, yes. <laughs> Alex. We can do better than this and um, make, be the difference. And I forget the one you had. Um, what it feels like for a girl by Paris Lees, <laughs> and uh, that was number ten. Hmm. So, if there's if there's a shortage of uh, reading literature, you can always so go to. Um, Oh, I cut off where uh, pinknews.co.uk uh, is where I got this. So it's Pink News, 10 essential LGBT plus books that opened minds and broadened horizons in 2021. Well, I've got my reading list already for the new year. There you go. <laughs> and... Uh, I got some other lists here. So let's do my favorite one, which is on this day in history. 
and see if there's anything significant happened on uh, January 1. In 1962, Illinois repeals its sodomy laws, becoming the first U.S. state to decriminalize homosexuality. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a long while ago, and that's where you're from. So I'm where you are, excuse me. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) you didn't know your own state was the first one to decriminalize homosexuality. So you're not a you're not a criminal, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Very good to know. In 1965, San Francisco police arrested gay and lesbian partygoers at a fundraising ball for the Council on Religion and the Homosexual held at the California Hall. So what was the what were the charges? But well, maybe being homo? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they they didn't get the memo from Illinois. Right. <laughs> In 62, 3 years Three years prior, in 1967, the first hour of the new year, a raid occurs at the Black Cat Tavern on Sunset Boulevard in Silver Lake. Mm. Uh, That's right outside of L.A. It's kind of east of L.A. Several hundred people spontaneously demonstrated and picketed outside the Black Cat, fueling the formation of the gay rights group in California. Groups in California. In 2005, California law AB 205, which extends many rights and responsibilities of marriage to registered domestic partners, goes into effect. But it was kind of a stopgap measure. Was not the, We got the real enchilada now. <laughs> January 4th, uh, in 1982, gay men's health crisis is formed in New York by Edmund White, Larry Kramer, Nathan Fain, Lawrence D. Moss and Paul Popham. Oh, and Paul Rappaport. I didn't Mm -hmm. have a name like that. In 1986, gay author Christopher Isherwood dies at the age of 81 in Santa Monica. He is survived by partner of 32 years, artist Don Bichardi. Now, there is a great documentary movie about Christopher Isherwood and um, touches the heart because... Mm -hmm. It talks about uh, love. There's a big generational difference uh, in their relationship. And it shows that uh, love truly can conquer all. And it's a very touching uh, movie if, if uh, one hasn't seen it. Um, and it's, it's history. It's live. It's not fiction. It's truth. In January 5th on this day in history, in 1967, in response to raids on New Year's Eve day, PR. IDE, Personal Rights in Defense and Education, it's, it means, stages demonstration at Silver Lake's Black Cat Tavern. Mm. Mm. First use of the term pride is to become associated with LGBTQ rights. How about that? It's a good marketing decision to put pride in there, right? Yeah. In 1974, the Brunswick Four, uh, Adirini Potts, Pat Murphy, Sue Wells, and Heather Bayer Elizabeth perform the song I Enjoy Being a Dyke, a parody of I Join Being a Girl and at an amateur <laughs> in Toronto's Brunswick, Brunswick Tavern. The owner asked them to leave, and the refusal and subsequent arrest sparked the galvanization of the Canadian LGBT liberation movement. The event is sometimes referred to as the Canadian Stonewall. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a fun pro- uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, on January 6th in LGBTQ history. This is the last, uh, I don't have a seventh. I do. Oh, I do have a seventh, but it's a short one. 1967, New York City's Civil Service Commission makes public its year-old policy by allowing city agencies to hire and employ lesbians and gay men. Wow. Mm. Wow. Hmm. I wonder if that was uh, one of the prerequisites on the question you have to say that you're heterosexual mm-hmm. when you fill out the application. The new policy comes partly in response to Medicine Society of the New York lobbying of New York lobbying efforts. This next one, uh, 1984, Dan White is paroled from prison after serving barely five years for the murders of San Francisco Mayor George Moscone or Moscone and city supervisor Harvey Milk, having been ordered by the parole board to avoid San Francisco, White settles in Southern California. Now, he blatantly premeditated, got guns, went in to climb through a back window into City Hall, murdered the mayor and a city councilman who happened to be gay, and served five years in prison, um, and got out on parole. Now, if you have if you have been watching the news lately, there is a truck driver whose brakes overheated and he could lost control of his semi and crashed into another pre-existing accident and four people were killed as a result of it and he got 112 years. Now, it wasn't premeditated. It was an accident. Yes, there were more people killed than, than what Dan White did. But it was, it just, I don't know. I, I just don't go there. I can't deal with that. It's Although not- I think I did just see that his um, sentencing was overturned. Well, I certainly hope but- so. I think there was some, something like uh, 400,000, 500,000 signatures to, in protest of what happened. I, he was an immigrant from Cuba. He's like 30 years old, 28 years old. If anything, if there's any responsibility or culpability to me, um, and I'm not an attorney, and I'm not giving legal advice, but as someone should have uh, pursued the the trucking company that hired him and not gave him the proper training and support. I mean, it's the same thing. If United Airlines hired a pilot and they said, oh, yeah, it's, it's a 747, don't worry about it. Just, just fly it. You know, you got enough training. You, you didn't you? Uh, fly kites in high school or something. I mean, that's a little extreme, but you, you you expect that there would be adequate training for someone that has the responsibility in other people's lives, um, you know, at, at risk. Anyway, I digress. As everyone says, I say that too much. In 1971, okay, last on the last day of this day in history, January 7th, 1971, In its final report to President Nixon, the National Commission on Reform of Federal Criminal Laws urges the abolition of all U.S. laws prohibiting homosexual acts between consenting adults. wonder what happened with that. (laughs) It it commissioned on reform of federal civil laws urges, so they urged. In 71, they urged. But that's my story. What time is it? Oh, I'm I'm coming down to the last 10 minutes of of the program. So it seems like the theme from all your news is, you know, making change and making progress and well, thank you. Bring it all back. I, I think I think we do need to be, make some change, be the yeah. difference and I mean it doesn't mean like like you said you don't have to take on the world like you said yeah. in your, your quote, but uh, you do what you can. 
but you can do what you can, yeah, and make a contribution and, and be that difference. And that's my hope for the new year because this last year was so riddled with so much unloving activities, it seems. And and I, I do have a, a a theory about social media and the and the truth and the false stories that are out there. That it's my hope and that in all the future that the truth prevails and the falsehoods and the misinformation falls by the way, wayside. It, it may take a while and may take some, some closer examination, but my, it is my hope, particularly for 2022 that, uh, that this cycle of, you know, think about it, uh, Alex, we've never had so much social media and so much information fed back to us so quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah. On so many levels. It's, it's like a literal explosion uh, mm -hmm. And a and, and hundred years ago, you know, when telegrams were barely working and phones were something new and um, newspapers were um, distributed, if you didn't get a newspaper, you didn't know what was going on in the world, you know, mm -hmm. there was some sensational and newspapers were the word of the day. But, you know, the information now is just so sensationalized and so much, so much money. I'm not saying that... Uh, William Randolph Hearst and the San Francisco Chronicle and all the West Coast papers didn't have some prejudices and some misinformation. They oh, yeah. Did, and some sensationalism. They certainly did. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't propagated on a level that we see now. That just, Right. That just it doesn't, it can't anything. spread nearly as quickly as it does now. And, right. And inundates everything we do or see and, 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 and uh, helps form a lot of opinions and attitudes. Uh, you know, Elon Musk was um, man of the man of the year, and there are so many critics of the man. Um, I do have some have some angst about some of his comments to some people, but there is if you if you drill down and look at the truth of what is ha really happening there, and uh, his biggest issue is that he's very disruptive because of technology, and mm -hmm. uh, with that disruption, change. My mantra always is change. Uh, the certainty of change brings a certainty of progress, uh, of certainty of opportunity. And mm -hmm. I guess with that opportunity comes progress, but uh, that's my mantra. And he's, he is bringing this uh, change through technology. And it's, you think, well, it's disrupting the automobile manufacturers. No, it's a lot deeper than that and a lot further reaching than that from, um, from the uh, implants uh, with the, I think there's like 1600 wires into your brain to implant to your brain can learn how to communicate mm -hmm. electronically to um, SpaceX to uh, he's disrupting. He's also disrupting the commercial, the stock market. Uh, there's an old school of, of stock market people where you couldn't trade. And so all of a sudden, well, and I you can't give it all to Elon Musk, but all of a sudden you can trade a lot more easily than you used to be in the past. You used to have a stockbroker and there. So there's all the day traders when their computers. Now there's all these apps that allow you to, uh, to um, buy stock and sell stock. And so there's a, it's a whole new day and it's, it, he's disrupting uh, the stock market, he's disrupting manufacturing and on multiple levels, he's disrupting space, space travel, medicine, uh, computing, artificial intelligence, uh, all these things. And uh, for that, and particularly one that he 
is disrupting is the oil economy. So with that, I, I do, I, I can't, I have to assume like with the tobacco companies and all the other companies that had bad behavior before this, that there's a lot of uh, influence to um, discredit or to, uh, an example was, and you probably, you wouldn't remember it, Alex, but seatbelts were not always used in cars. Um, and someone came up and they said, oh, we should have seatbelts. Well, the automobile industry didn't want to put them in because it costs money. Mm-hmm. And so they put together a thing that's saying wearing seatbelts, you can get more easily killed if you wear a seatbelt because you're, it traps you in the car. You need to get out mm-hmm. of the car, which is quite the opposite. You need the protection of the car. Uh, and you get thrown out of it, then you're probably much more. So anyway, they they did all this bad PR and information to discredit seatbelts. Thinking about that now, now uh, you know we strap our children in, our dogs in. <laughs> we do uh, everything is strapped in or tied down, that not like it's been in the past, and uh, so it's accepted. And, and so this new electric motivation and there goes a tesla driving by the studio here um (laughs) is disrupting a whole oil economy a whole uh that's gone on for decades that wars have been fought over that uh and all of a sudden it's a non-issue coal production is going down by about a third this last year uh and what's been replaced with renewable energy which is to me is really good news so oh yeah I have a lot of hope for technology, and I'd have a lot of hope that it brings many good things for us in the future. What are your hopes for 2022, Alex? Yeah, I mean, like you said, the downs there there are definite downsides of technology and how misinformation can spread so spread like wildfire on social media. But at the same time, a lot of the artists that I've shared with you over the last couple of weeks, um, queer artists especially wouldn't have that same platform without social media. And I was talking with a friend the other day about just how we've never seen a song or an artist explode like it has on TikTok. You know, um, Kali Uchis, the song that, uh, Telepatia, that blew up on TikTok and now she's got a huge record deal. And just, and same thing with Lil Nas X and all of these queer artists. It's, 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 um, social media is really kind of turning the music industry upside down and the entertainment industry in and of itself um, with how quickly people can spread without a major record label or a major institution behind them. So that really gives me a lot of, a lot of hope for queer artists and musicians and authors. And I thank you, Alex. I I got two minutes left. So I'm going to have to say, I thank you for coming on uh, today and giving us your perspective on many things from music to life's experiences and all the things in between. Thank you so much. Ida May is here and she's going to be radio radio neighboring here shortly. And this is Craig for the first day of the new year and the first program of the new year telling, saying, I love you. Be the difference. Go out there, make someone smile and have a fabulous New Year's Day.